0: she actually do anything wrong? Most people would not know that when they go to an an investigator to find out what's happening, that they would actually have access to the phone records and would use them in the pursuit of the investigation. Most people would not know that, and I, I don't see why Patricia Dunn would have known.
1: Martin Reynolds is a vice president with research firm Gartner, Inc., Martin covers emerging technologies and has been watching Hewlett-Packard closely since the initial hiring of Carly Fiorina through the present boardroom pretexting scandal. This is Catherine Girardeau with Podtech News on Monday, September 11. HP has said that private investigators it hired obtained the personal phone records of board members and nine reporters. The company said the investigation was an attempt to discover the source of leaks to the press of proprietary company information, dating back to 2005. California's Attorney General Bill Lockyer said last week that his office is investigating the company's use of pretexting, the practice of getting a company to turn over consumer records, by pretending to be the consumer in question. Today, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern California District followed suit, filing a request for similar information. HP's board is meeting today in an ongoing internal investigation into who knew what and when. At the center of the controversy is HP Chair Patricia Dunn, who ordered the investigation into the leaks. I asked Martin Reynolds how he sees Patricia Dunn's role in the scandal.
0: The goal was to stop leaking of board material to the press. And in my mind, she absolutely had to do that. You you cannot run a company if you cannot trust the board to keep secrets secret while you make plans. That's the beginning of the problem. Now, she decided she had to fix it, so no doubt she engaged the services of, of HP's internal operational and HR staff and was given advice to hire a... A security consulting firm, private investigators or whatever, to find out what was going on and, and so far everything seems like something a reasonable person would do and what you probably didn't know, as most people don't know, is that when you go to these firms, one of the investigated tools, because remember they're not a particularly tightly controlled uh, industry, one of the tools is to go and get people's phone records and they have a number of ways to do this, the one that's come to the forefront here is pretexting where they're pretending to be you, but equally they they could have contacts inside the phone office or have other mechanisms that allow them access to phone records, as we saw earlier in the year. And so the problem is this was a trap, and once it was sprung, it was too late, because then she no doubt received the report on her desk that identified how the leaks had been getting out, identified the staffer by name, and identified the methodology, which obviously isn't acceptable really in any climate particularly when you look at the fact that it had members of the press involved. Journalists were being targeted in this investigation, which obviously raises question about the freedom of the press, if, if companies can go find out how journalists got the information they weren't supposed to have. So we've got a whole societal issue that's going to start floating up around this one, which is should these investigators be able to operate in such a fashion? And I draw parallels with the cell phone issues of about 10 years ago. If you may recall, there were some politicians who'd been trapped on their cell phones by people recording off the air with scanners, which prompted legislation to outlaw those scanners in the U.S. And I, I think that this one is sufficiently high profile that it's time that legislators need to do something about it. Let's wind the clock forward a little bit and pretend that the HP thing hadn't happened. And indeed this kind of method of obtaining information was made illegal. Then you can figure that the request would have gone out for the investigation firms to go and gather the information. But my suspicion is they would have found alternative, perhaps a little more expensive, mechanisms to uncover who had been doing the leaking. I, I don't think that phone records would have been the only way to expose this. There have to be other ways to find out. And then you'd have basically seen the same report with different evidence that would not have been as controversial. Uh, would we have seen the resignations and such like that followed? Well, that's actually another aspect of the story, because most certainly the board could have closed ranks and taken the necessary actions to sort this issue out without going so public. But the fact that they've gone public suggests to me that there is a split in the board, that there's some disagreement ab- about how the board should direct HP moving forwards. And that this is simply a catalyst that's brought that to a public head.
1: Do you anticipate Patricia Dunn will probably be asked to resign? seems like she's kind of really taking much of the heat.
0: Well, it's an interesting question because she, did she actually do anything wrong? Most people would not know that when they go to an, an investigator to find out what's happening, that they would actually have access to the phone records and would use them in the pursuit of the investigation. Most people would not know that, and I'd, I don't see why Patricia Dunn would have known. So the action she took was not necessarily one that, that should... Uh, I mean, well, we can argue about whether it should be punished or not, but she certainly didn't do it knowingly.
1: You mentioned you know, a split in the ranks at HP's board. Um, you've been watching HP for a long time through the tenure of Carly Fiorina. Do you think that ultimately what will come out of this will be good for HP if there is, you know, a a, a closing of the ranks of the board, a cleaning house in a way?
0: I I don't see it being bad for HP. I I mean, the the, the good news about HP right now is that their business is going well. With Mark Heard. they have a leader who's been able to turn the company to profit and growth. So it's looking pretty strong. He's not the chairman of the board which was something we had before. Had, were Mark Hurd chairman of the board as well as operating HP, I think this would be a really big issue because there's no doubt that this is going to be distracting. There's going to be a lot of, lot of legal work to do over the next few months to sort this thing out. But because Mark Hurd is, is engaged in the board but is not the chairman of the board, he, he, the company is, is substantially insulated from what's going on at the board level it's a testament to the way HP is working right now. Certainly, we wouldn't have been able to make such a statement two years ago. This would have had a dramatic effect on the company. It would have rippled down through the organization as people wondered what was happening to the leadership.
1: Martin, do you think that this scandal will or will not tarnish HP's reputation? I mean, obviously, temporarily, HP's reputation is currently being tarnished as we speak, but On a broader industry level, do you think this is going to affect their bottom line? How do you think uh, the market's going to view this scandal?
0: No, I don't think it affects HP's reputation in the long term. And and the key is that, yes, they decided to mount an internal investigation to figure out where the leak was coming from. But they didn't know at the time that the method used would not be uh, of, of the best. Certainly, there was a responsibility to stockholders to stop those leaks. And it's unfortunate that the process of stopping the leaks uh, turned up some uh, methods that probably shouldn't have been used. The real key is the company as a business should be able to weather this. It doesn't affect the reputation of the operating business. It's embarrassing for the board members. But I think that this will all get uh, sorted out over the next few months. And the most likely fallout is a much closer scrutiny on what the private investigator industry is up to.
1: Martin Reynolds. VP with Gartner, Inc., he looks at emerging technologies and has been watching Hewlett-Packard closely for the past several years. I'm Catherine Girardot with Podtech News.